Hello, everybody, and welcome to another edition of the Players to be Named Later podcast. My name's Ed, that's Dan. What's up, everybody? About time, and we are going to... We are going to cover week 14 recap, 15 picks. It's going to be interesting. And believe you me, it is. Dan has clinched, and we're going to lead it off the top. Dan has clinched at least a tie in our weekly, or I'm sorry, in our yearly game picks because I was not a good prognosticator at the beginning of the year. However, I am a full 10 games up on, well, nine now. Well, I, you know, I guess I should count this better. I am nine games up on Dan. I am nine because oh. I haven't uh-huh. added. I didn't add in last night's last night's contest. Yes, I am. Yes, yes. <clears throat> nine. Nine games up on you, Danny boy. The math's not right. there. The math is definitely not right there. There we go. Now it is correct. Now it is correct. All right. So. Here we are, Dan. Week 14, we are coming into the playoffs. Shall we just jump right in? Fantastic yeah. idea. Yeah, let's jump let's right do it. In. And I'm let's glad start, I came up with that idea. Let's start on Thursday night where we were both happy to see the Minnesota Vikings improve to 6-7 and seven with a 36-28 victory over the Pittsburgh Steelers. Cool. Did the Steelers piss this one away? I mean, the Minnesota Vikings did what the Minnesota Vikings do. They were up big, and they decided to let the team get back into the game and have it come down to a one-possession game like I feel like 90% of their games have been so far this year. It came down to the very, very end, but in the end, Minnesota Minnesota was able to pull it off. 28 for 40, 308, three TDs and a pick. Five times Big Ben was sacked. Najee Harris, 94 yards on the ground. Chase Claypool, 93 yards through the air. Uh, Pat Fryermuth, he's going to be a stud tight end for whoever plays quarterback for Pittsburgh next year. Agree. Kirk Cousins did uh, Kirk Cousins things, except he threw two interceptions. But he owned 14 for 31, 216 with two TDs and two picks. He didn't really have to do too much because Dalvin Cook ran the football 27 times for 205 <laughs> yards. Is he Adrian Peterson? No, he's better. Really? No, probably not, but I just wanted to say something controversial. Oh, fair enough. Anything else to add from this one? Not really. It was exciting at the end. I was glad to see Pittsburgh lost. There was a lot of football that was exciting at the end. This game was not it. New Orleans 30, Jets 9. Uh, and it really wasn't that close to begin with. Eddie Pinheiro, 36-yard field goal, made it 23-9, to and then Taysom Hill did Taysom Hill things. He had a few rushing touchdowns. Alvin Carmara had a touchdown. Uh, the Saints kicker is somebody you probably want to look at. He had a few field goals yesterday, or Sunday, whenever you want to talk about it. Hill, 17 for 25, 175. No TDs, no picks. 73 extra on the ground. Kamara, 120. On the ground, 25 through the air. The man is still a fantasy stud. You should still draft him. Yeah. Uh, Zach Wilson didn't turn the football over, Dan. Is that a shock to you? 
No, I mean, like I said last week, I feel like Zach Wilson has been playing a lot better football here as of late, and it's starting to starting to show. 19 for 42, 202 yards is better football? Go look at what his stats were weeks one through four. Atlanta and Carolina. Atlanta pulls out this one, 29-21. Hey, Dan, what do you think the Panthers' record is with Cam Newton under center in their last 11 games? Do you want me to ruin your phone? I do. Oh, and 11. They are 0 and 11. And I feel like not a lot of that's on Cam Newton. I feel like a lot of that's on the team surrounding him. I got this one right. You got this one wrong. I get to say that a lot this week. Actually, not really. You actually had a pretty decent week. Yeah, I know. Uh, but still not as good as my week. Matt Ryan, 1928, 190 in a TD. Not. Not a lot of yards there. Cordero Patterson and Mike Davis throw in Quadre Olison. Did I say that right? I feel like I said uh, that right. Maybe. Uh, they went over a hundo on the ground. Uh, Cam Newton once again found his way to the pine. 15 for 23 for 178 and a pick. PJ Walker, 6'12, 175, a TD and a pick. Oof. Why do they keep going back to PJ Walker? They don't trust Cam Newton. Yeah, but then why, like, just cut Cam then and just let Walker finish out the rest of the season. They need to sell merchandise. They need to sell seats. Uh, that too. Um, Seattle, Houston, let's talk about that one. 33-13 in favor of the Seahawks. Um, yeah, you're right. Not a lot to talk about. Russ threw a couple of touchdowns. They got a two pointer. Um, Seahawks missed an extra two extra points. Um, Davis Mills had a decent game, if I'm not mistaken. He did. There is a lot. There is some 331. Actually, he was 33 for 49, 331 and a TD. Uh, Houston can't run the football. Oh, Brandon Cooks, 101 on eight catches. So there's that. Not That's good quite, to see if you're if you're heading into uh, your fantasy playoffs there, because you know it seems like Mills is going to be at the helm the rest of the way. Not quite as good as what Tyler Lockett did. Five catches, 142, and a 55-yard catch. Uh, and a touchdown. Rashad Perry, 16 for 137 on the ground. He also had a catch Rashad for a Penny. yard through the air. Rashad Penny. What did I say? Rashad Perry. Uh, you know, I can't read. Uh, 17 for 28, 262 TDs for Russ. Is his hand better? It seems like it's better. Um, I mean, he did play Houston. My hand would seem better if I was playing Houston. That is correct. Let's talk about another game that we probably have no business talking about, and that is the lowly, lowly Raiders. They scored nine points against Kansas City. That Kansas good, City defense back? Uh, I, I, no, it's it's Vegas. Uh, they scored nine points. Too bad Kansas City scored seven times that. Seven times nine is 40. I don't know. I think I did my math wrong. You did. Yeah, whatever. They, they scored, scored about bu- five times that. They, they scored a bunch more. Your math's wrong, too. Four times um, Whatever. Wow, we are really bad. 9, 18, 27, 36, 45. Uh, five and a half times more than that. Um, I was right the first time. 
at halftime, Daniel Carlson kicked a 26-yard field goal to make this 35 to 3. It was 35 to nothing with 140 left in the first half after a Clyde Edwards Hilaire six-yard TD rush. I mean, if you want to put a positive spin on this, uh, after that, they only lost like 13 to 9. I guess that's a positive spin. I'm just throwing stuff out there. And if, you know, uh, no, there, there's nothing positive you can put on this if you're Vegas. David, Derek Carr, who played like David Carr, 33 for 45, 263, a TD and a pick and was sacked four times. That's what I meant with that reference. Um, uh, yeah, not good on the ground for Vegas. 12 rushes for 44 yards. Now, granted, if when you're down by 35, you're not going to rush a lot. But still, Hunter Renfro, 117 and a TD on 13 catches. He he, he did pretty well. Uh, you know, you had Kansas City. And yet, what's one of my rules, Dan? Always bet against Patrick Mahomes, which Never I still don't understand why Patrick that's your Mahomes. rule. Never bet against Patrick. You got to come up with new rules next season. If it ain't broke, don't fix it, brother. 20 for 24, 258, two TDs. Uh, they combined a bunch of people rushed. They went over a hundo. Uh, they spread the football around. A bunch of guys got catches. It was a good game. I believe the leading running back, which is something if you're a fantasy player, you don't want to see going into your playoffs. It was, was Derek Gore, if I'm not mistaken. Well, he did. Rusher. He had a 51-yard TD uh, run, so that's why. So, okay, so so the stat box it doesn't lie, but it, it skews a little bit. That's why it's skewed a little bit. Um, one thing that Kansas City does out of the many things they did right on Sunday: four fumbles forced, four fumbles recovered for that Kansas City defense. Yeah, they had. And an interception. Lost. They had. I believe five. that interception was the first play of the game. So there you go. Uh, there's not <laughs> Vegas is Vegas is done. Vegas yeah, is they're done. still fighting for a wild card like Vegas 12 other done. teams in the yeah. AFC. I'll say I think the only team right now that are I think there's only three teams right now that are officially out of play the playoffs and that's Houston, Jacksonville and Detroit. Detroit has now got the X. They are now done. Um I want to save this next game to very last. No, let's just do it now. Are you sure? We're just, we're going down in order. We'll just go now. <laughs> All right, but you got to stay calm. That's fine. I'm just going to say my opinion and we can move on. Cleveland 24, Baltimore 22. Say it, Dan. Say it. Say you were um, wrong. Say it. It was, say it. It was 18 it. versus 11 every single play. Oh, whatever. So, just say you're wrong. Just starting quarterback, starting quarterback got hurt. Our backup came in and almost beat the lowly you, Browns. You, you you really want to talk about a starting quarterback getting hurt? Did you not see the graphic they had of Baker Mayfield and all the injuries he's had? Holy hell. He's your starting quarterback, right? And he's playing hurt every He was out on the field, right? So you're okay. number one versus my number two. To be fair, Baltimore's played like number two for a little while now. They're still, um, they're still at the top of the division. Neither of us picked this for our game of the week in our yearly picks this week. And it can be argued this was probably one of the better games this week, especially when it came down to the end. The Browns did Browns things. And the, when the Browns do Browns things, Browns played 
the way the Browns play. And by that, I mean they almost pissed away this football game. Uh, they were up 17 to nothing. And I have a quote from Dan on my text message that says, can we just forfeit already? That was immediately after Lamar got hurt. Justin Tucker had, uh, you know, a 50, a 42, and a 55. Uh, Miles Garrett, 15-yard fumble return for a touchdown. Was it a fumble, Dan? Yes. Okay. I said it was a fumble on Sunday. Once, once, you, watch it, once you watched it back in replay, it was clearly a fumble. I, when, when you're watching that in real time, I wasn't sure. But when you saw the replay, it 100% was a fumble. 117 remaining. Mark Andrews, eight-yard pass from Tyler Huntley. Justin Tucker converts the kick, 24-22. And Baltimore recovers an onside kick. And I thought right then, the game is over. The Browns are going to lose this fucking football game. And I'm going to have to listen to Dan. And I'm going to have to send him 10 bucks. Now Dan doesn't have to get shit. Although your Christmas package should be on the way here shortly. I think I, I think I'll drop it off in the uh, mailbox today. Anyway, um, Baltimore outrushed Cleveland. Baltimore outpassed Cleveland. They now granted Cleveland did get to Baltimore four times with four sacks. Um, Baltimore Huntley, also I mean, lost two fumbles. Um, right, Huntley lost two fumbles, which was which was devastating because one of them was two, on the first drive of the third quarter where we were at least in field goal range at that point. To play into your bogus idea. Ten penalties for 125 yards for Baltimore, four penalties for 42 yards for Cleveland. Uh, but, but the real reason you guys lost this football game wasn't the officiating. It was the fact you guys were one for 12 on third down. The officiating was it, But you guys were three for four on fourth down, so there's that. Um, you guys did get Baker to throw a pick. Granted, it was deflected. Well, it wasn't deflected. It was a terrible pass. But, I mean, you held the Browns rushing to almost, I mean... Right at 100 yards. Um, your defense didn't play bad, dude. <clears throat> you guys win this football game if Tyler Huntley can hold on to the football. Simple as that. The only question is, will Lamar be able to play on Sunday? Doesn't matter. That, that game. The only the only chance we have of winning that game is if Rogers' toe is really messed up. Which is going to bring us into another argument we're going to have later on. Anything else you want to say against this, uh, about this game that you were clearly so very wrong on? I wouldn't say I was Fantastic. so Fantastic. Let's move along. Dallas 27, Washington 20. The Cowboys improved to 9-4 and four and all but clinch that NFC East. <sighs> yeah, that's about what I thought, too. Uh, now we're they're, have to- they're one and done in the playoffs. It doesn't matter what wildcard team they play. They're one and done in the playoffs. Dak Prescott, 22 for 39, 211 to TD, two picks, four sacks. You got to worry about that. Uh, Ezekiel Elliott and Corey Clement combined for 99 yards on the ground. CD Lamb had two rushes for 15. It was a very Cowboys game, I guess. They did force three fumbles 
and get an interception of Tyler Henneke, 11 for 25, 122. He saw the bench after throwing a TD and a pick. He was also sacked four times. Kyle Allen came in four for nine for 53. He was also sacked. Maybe this Cowboys defense is for real. No. You don't think? I don't think they're that good. Not one uh, with 135 left in the third quarter, this was a 27-8 to eight contest, and Washington came back with a one-yard rush from Jonathan Williams. They failed on the two-point conversion. Cole Holcomb had a 31-yard pick six to make this a 27-20 to 20 game. They missed the extra point. So more points left on the board from special teams. Dallas was able to get that football back and kill the clock. This game shouldn't have been this close, and I agree with you. Dallas is a one-and-done team. Speaking of one-and-done teams, where do you think I'm going with this, Dan? Going to the good old Tennessee Titans. No, I'm talking about the Jacksonville Jaguars. They are one-and-done. One win, and they're done. Honestly, it's a miracle they got the second one. Uh, this one was a 20 to nothing blowout, and it really wasn't as close as the score indicated. Uh, Foreman, five-yard rush. Bullock, 44-yard field goal. Tannehill, five-yard rush. Bullock, 29-yard field goal. Um, there's nothing to say here. Like, You know what the worst part about Tennessee winning that game is Tennessee Titan fans think tennis, the Tennessee Titans are good again without Derrick Henry. I mean, 24 for 40, 221, and four interceptions for Trevor Lawrence. Okay, this can't be real. Jacksonville rushed the football eight times for eight yards in Very the well football lost. game. In the meantime, Very Tennessee well ran the football. That can't be real either. 34 rushes, 102 yards. That very well could be real. There's something wrong there. There's something really wrong there. Anyway, uh, Tannehill, 20 for 31, 191, sacked four times. There's nothing really else to speak of here. Um, I got nothing else on this one. Urban Meyer needs fired. Yeah, I got nothing on this. We can just fire him. Uh, let's let's talk about the Chargers. Thirty. Wow, there were a lot of good teams against a lot of not good teams. The Chargers thirty-seven, the Giants twenty-one. Uh, yeah, this was thirty-seven to seven in the fourth quarter. Saquon Barkley caught an eighteen-yard pass, and Mark Glenn or Mike Glennon rushed from seven yards out, and that was it. That made it respect. No, that wasn't even. Wasn't even respectable. Um, yeah, this game was over. Oh, probably at halftime. After Jalen Guyton took a 59-yard pass from Justin Herbert to make it 24-7 at half. On the In the third quarter, Dustin Hopkins added two field goals. and it, 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 These two teams had to play each other because the schedule makers said so. But, um... Oof. Mike Glennon, 17 for 36. 191, two TDs and a pick. Andy lost the fumble. Is he the answer? And they got to get him. They got to get a quarterback this 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 draft, right, Dan? Uh, yes. 
100%. Saquon Barkley had 95 all-purpose yards. Justin Herbert, 23 for 31, 275, three TDs, two sacks. Austin Eckler, 67 on the ground, 17 through the air. Oh, Jalen Guyton, 87 through the air on the strength of that 59-yard TD catch. Or 51 yards, I guess. Uh, it had to be 59. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. Keep in mind, Keenan Allen. I mean, Guyton's somebody to keep watching, but keep in mind that um, Keenan Allen was out this game due to COVID. So, I wouldn't expect that type of production every single week. All righty. Now, let's move along another I don't want to call them a good team, but I think they're a good team against a bad team. Denver, 38. The Detroit Lions are now on a one-game losing streak. They fall to 1-11-1 on a 38-10 loss. This game was a three-point contest. Riley Riley Patterson kicked a 36-yard field goal with 634 in the second quarter to make it 14-10. Then the Broncos said, okay, enough playing around. Brandon McManus hit a 52-yard field goal with nuts on the clock to end the first half. And then Teddy touched down. Two TD passes. Melvin Gordon rushed one in. Yeah. Uh, do you feel bad for Jared Goff? I feel like I ask you this question every week. No, I don't. Not at all. 24 for 39, 215, a TD, two picks, sacked twice. It's a big difference when you're not throwing to Cooper Cup and, and Robert Woods all the time, isn't it? Yeah, but hey, he's got Josh Reynolds. Yeah. I got a Corolla instead of a Porsche. Uh, I, I, the Lions did rush for over 100 yards. That That's a good thing, you know. Uh, Teddy touchdown, 18 for 25, 179, two TDs, no turnovers. Melvin Gordon, 24 on the ground for 111 and two scores. I don't know. I I, I I feel like they won this game because they were playing the Detroit Lions. If they do this against anybody else, they lose. I'm trying to debate on if I agree with you or not. Let I don't me know, I do. I don't let me know at the end of the show. All right, so let's move along. Let's talk about a game I got right and you got wrong. I was happy to get that wrong. San Francisco 26, Cincinnati 23. I think you were happy I got that wrong as well. This Take is the, a – go on, go on, go on. Take the picking part of it, out of it. I just think – Oh, I am so glad I got – After yeah. the 1 o'clock game, I'm pretty sure we were both happy I got this wrong. Absolutely. Uh, this was a game where the overtime rules, the rule change in overtime came into play here because Evan McPherson with 6.15 to go in overtime kicked a field goal on Cincinnati's opening possession. But because the NFL changed that rule, the Niners had a shot and they had to at least kick a field goal or score a touchdown. And Jimmy G did his job. 12 yards from Brandon Ayuk. Ayuk. Ayuk made it 26-23 and gave the 49ers the victory. Not, I mean, this was a fantastic game. Uh, back and forth, never. George Kittle's 14-yard pass from Jimmy G at the end of the first half made this a 17-6 to football game. 
Robbie Gould made it 20 to six with a 24 yard field goal. He only scored the third quarter. And Cincinnati came back. Jamar Chase, 17 yards from Burrow. Jamar Chase, 32 yards from Joe Burrow. Jamar Chase is the real deal. Jamar Chase is a good young player. 119 left was when he caught that second pass from Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow's for real. Uh, Burrow, 25 for 34, 348, two TDs. And I'm telling you right now, Cincinnati better find a way to protect him better. Or it's I've been saying be- that since the beginning of the year. Have I not? Have I not told you my biggest worry about the Cincinnati Bengals is their offensive line. T. Higgins five catches, one fourteen through the air. Jamar Chase had the two touchdowns. Uh, George Kittle did George Kittle things. Thirteen catches, one fifty one, and a score. Uh, Jimmy G twenty seven for forty one, two ninety six through two TDs. He was also sacked five times. Um. So, yeah, this we was, keep talking about how Jimmy G's not the answer there, but ever, I feel like every time we say it, the guy, just starts, to play, the guy just starts playing he's better Kirk football. Cousins. He's Kirk Cousins. Yeah, but you look at Kirk Cousins' numbers this year, I mean, probably one of the best quarterbacks in the league, if we're being honest with each other. No, he's not. He's Kirk Cousins. He's a guy that is always worth a number one, worth a number one pick in a trade, but never the guy where they're really going to. He's like Ryan Fitzpatrick. He'll bounce around. He will bounce around. Trey Lance is the future in San Francisco. Next year, Trey Lance will be the starting quarterback, and Jimmy G will need to find. He'll he'll start in in Carolina, New York. He'll start in New York. I'm not committing to which New York team, but he'll start in New York. This is a great week for the Cleveland Browns, man. They All three of the other divisional opponents lost. Cleveland Topes are still alive, I guess. It's almost like the football gods want people to believe in Cleveland. Tampa Bay, the beautiful Buccaneers take home a victory in overtime as they almost screwed the pooch on this one. They improved to 10-3 and three and take second place in the NFC. Thanks to tiebreakers, the Buffalo Bills fall to seven and six after a six point loss in overtime. Big story um, out of this one. Josh which Allen is? Was, Josh Allen was seen leaving the stadium in a walking boot, I believe. Mm. Do you Buffalo? believe in Mitchell Trubisky? <laughs> that is a yes ed is a <laughs> ed is a huge huge believer but you know what it doesn't matter because they play carolina this week they can start you could be the starting quarterback in buffalo and they'd win um this they're game, on the road cam's not playing at home so carolina has a shot uh tampa was up 17 points in the fourth quarter tampa bay was up 17 points in the fourth quarter and then with 22 seconds left, their coach was a lot smarter than a hardball. Because with the game on the line, at the eight-yard line, they decide to kick a field goal instead of trying to go for the victory. Something I wish a hard well, no, something I'm glad a hardball doesn't know how to do. To make this 27-27, and then Brashard Perryman, 58 yards from TB12. The GOAT gets another victory. There was some officiating concerns in this one. 
There's always officiating concerns when it comes to Tom Brady, and he's seen high-fiving officials before and after the game. 31 for 46, 363, two TDs, no interceptions, 113 on the ground from Leonard Fournette, another 19 through the air. Chris Godwin, 10 catches, 105 yards. Uh, Mike Evans, 91 and a score through the air. Gronk had five for 62. Uh, yeah, uh, I, Tampa's a good team, Dan. Yeah. 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 Never said they weren't. Josh Allen, 36 for 54, 308, two TDs and a pick. He was sacked three times. Uh, he also rushed 12 times for 109 yards and a score. God, does he need help, man? I mean, just, ah, he needs help. They need a dome in Buffalo. If Josh Allen plays in a dome. That'll never happen. If Josh Allen plays in a dome, he throws for 5,500 yards. He has 5,500 total yards. That will never happen. You realize that, right? I know. But I'm just saying, if you were to go to a place that actually has real weather, yeah. This was a this was I mean this was a Tom Brady football game. Any any other quarterback but Tom Brady and Tampa loses. Very well could be right on that. Does Jameis Winston does Jameis Winston pull this game out? No. No. Jameis Winston not. was if Jameis Winston was playing this week, Tampa would be losing. <laughs> I, I like your delusions. They entertain me so. Green Bay forty five. Chicago 30. Green Bay is now the number one team in the NFC and arguably in football. I don't think it's arguable. I think they are the number one team in football, Dan. Maybe outside of Tampa. I think they're... Mm. All depends on the toe. It all depends on the toe. Chicago was up 10 to nothing in this contest. And then Aaron Rodgers decided to say, I'm coming home. Alan Lazard, two yards. Uh, they had a 55-yard pick six. Oh, 55, four yards from Justin Fields, who did play a lot better than what his stat line indicated. 97-yard uh, punt return, and Chicago is up 24 to 10 with 132 left in the first half. They put left too much time on the clock as, as Devon... Devontae Williams, 38 yards from Aaron Rodgers, made this a three-point contest. Then Cairo Santos, with no time left in the first half, made it a 27-21 to game on a 44-yard field goal. Aaron Jones from three yards out. Aaron Jones, 23 from Aaron Rodgers. Mason Crosby, a 20-yard field goal. I thought the Packers should have gone for it, but, you know, Matt LaFleur is a genius. Devonta Williams, three yards from Aaron Rodgers. 45-27. He owns the Bears. He, he owns kind the Bears. Of An interesting thing they did bring up last night. I believe the Packers are now only six games behind Chicago to be the winningest NFL team of all time. Does that shock you that the Bears hold that as number one? No, they were good for a while. They were good for a long while. Um. Justin Fields, 18 for 33, 224, two TDs, two interceptions, a lost fumble. He did have 74 yards on the ground. He was the leading rusher for Chicago. That's not good. Uh, 
Yeah. Aaron Rodgers, 29, 37, 341, four touchdowns. That's not good if you're the Chicago Bears. Uh, Devontae Williams, 10 catches, 121, two TDs. Lazard had a touchdown. Aaron Jones had a touchdown. He had 35 on the ground and a score, 30 through the air and a score. This Packers team is just straight scary. Good. I mean, this is their last two raw. You think? I'm going to keep saying it until you believe it. If Aaron Rodgers wins the Super Bowl this year, you think he walks? Yeah. You're you're fucking high. Um the last night the Rams took a big step forward in a game I could care less about that I hate watched. The Rams 30, Arizona 23. I'm not calling them the Cardinals because there is only one team called the Cardinals and they still play in St. Louis. They are the Arizona Cardinals. They are the Arizona football team. No, that's the Washington football team. But they are the Arizona Cardinals. Now, Ed, going into this game, I did not tell you about this because I wanted to get your genuine reaction. Right what I have here in my hand. Opening week, Maryland sports betting. This is a winning ticket, Ed. Okay. This was a teaser. Let me read this off to you. The Buccaneers plus three and a half. Green Bay minus five and a half. Tennessee minus one and a half. The football team plus 11 and a half. The Uh, Ravens plus 10. uh, Bengals plus eight and a half. uh, Chargers uh, minus three. Going into this Monday night game, I had the Los Angeles Rams plus nine and a half. And that, people, is what we call a good day at the office. You done? Yeah, I'm done. Go ahead. How much did you win? 800 bucks. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Great. Have fun. Um, okay. Anything else? You degenerate gambler, you. You bore me. Yeah, boring. A- anyway. Uh, at halftime, this was a 13-13 contest. The Rams... Pulled away a beautiful and I mean perfectly placed touchdown pass to Cooper Cup made this a 27-13 contest. They put it out of reach. James Conner came back with an eight-yard rush to make it 27 to 20. The two teams traded field goals. It was interesting that the Cardinals went for it on fourth down, down by 10, and did not pick it up when they were they could have kicked a 56-yard field goal. Did you agree with that choice, Dan? No, I think they should have kicked the field goal there. I do, too, as did both Brian Greasy and the other guy, uh, Lewis Riddick, on Monday Night Football. So Arizona's now 10-3. and three. The Rams are at 9-4. and four. It certainly looks like the Rams could be playing possibly Dallas. I don't think it's going to work out that way. It, it's entirely possible that it could be the uh, Rams and Dallas matchup as we look at the standings. As soon as I find the standings. Um, it doesn't really matter what that matchup is because they are losing in the first round. And that is the Dallas Cowboys. I speak of. Well, as it stands now, the Packers would get a bye. The Buccaneers would play Washington. The Cardinals would play San Francisco. 
and the Dallas Cowboys and the Los Angeles Rams would play each other. Washington, Washington is a playoff team at six and seven. And they're playing Tampa. They would be playing the Tampa Bay Buccaneers who they almost beat in the playoffs last year and who they, Oh yeah. Tyler Henneke gets a chance for revenge. In the AFC, the Pat, the Patriots, the Patriots are the number one seed and would get a bye. The Tennessee Titans would play the Buffalo Bills, and that's going to be a big game. Hello, Music City Miracle. The Kansas City Chiefs would be playing the Indianapolis Colts. Hello, old AFL Championship Games. And the Baltimore Ravens will be playing the Los Angeles Chargers in a game I could give a shit about. The The Cleveland part about that hearing those playoff scenarios. You you don't hear Cleveland. There is only one AFC North team in there, and we are the kings of the North. Oh, as it stands now, the Browns and the Bengals and the Broncos sit at seven and six, and they are outside of the playoff picture thanks to conference winning percentage tiebreakers. Uh, the Steelers are also outside at 6-6-1. Six, six, and one. The Raiders and the Dolphins, I guess, they're only a game back. They are still in it. And then you have the Jets, the Texans, and the Jags. They are out. We're going to call the Lions, the Bears, the Giants, the Seahawks, and the Panthers. They're all out. Although the Seahawks and Panthers are only a game out of a playoff picture. But they would have to make they would have to make the playoffs with a losing record and leapfrog about six teams. So let's talk about our picks this week. Shall we, Dan? Let's sure. Let's talk about on Thursday night. Kansas city goes to the charges. I pick KC. You pick the chargers. Why? Uh, the chargers are home. That's why you never bet against Patrick Mahomes. You never get a bet against Patrick Mahomes. You never bet against Patrick Mahomes. On Saturday, the Raiders and the Browns square off on Lake Erie. We both picked Cleveland. Oh, you have no bad. You have no idea how bad I just couldn't pick the like I wanted to pick the Raiders. I don't trust them. And you know, I have to pick Cleveland. Yeah. Uh New England goes to Indy. We both picked New England. They are the best team in the AFC. This is a potential playoff matchup depending on how the wild card stuff situates you know what i have to make up games here i you're have changing. to make you're up going games. to indy okay I'm going to indy. and that's only because i'm behind you in the race tennessee tra- if i was ahead i'd be picking new england yeah that's a cop out tennessee travels to pittsburgh i pick the titans because i hate the steelers and i won't pick the steelers in another game this year Carolina goes to Buffalo in a 20-point loss. We both picked Buffalo. That doesn't need an explanation. I'll tell you this much. If if, uh, if, Mitch, if Mitch Trubisky's at the helm. It'll be a 10-point game. I think I, Mitch Trubisky at the helm. If Mitch Trubisky's playing quarterback, can I switch my pick? No. If you're that confident in Buffalo. No. Win? No. It's It's been decided. Washington goes to Philly. I picked Philly. You picked Washington. It's only because it's in Philly that I picked Philly, and I don't trust Tyler Henneke. Love the guy. Great story. Former St. Louis Battlehawk. Long live the Hawks, baby. But, uh, yeah, no. 
Uh, Houston goes to Jacksonville. I picked Houston. You picked Jacksonville. This game is got book it right now. This is going to be a final possession overtime game. It's going to be one of the greatest games in football history because it's two. God, it's these teams are combined four and twenty-two. That's so good, this right? this is going to be a fantastic contest. Dallas is going to the Giants. We both picked Dallas. Why? Because they're nine and four. Because the Giants are a lot worse than I ever thought they could be this year. Hey, they're not the worst team outside of Detroit in the NFC. Chicago is. Just throwing that out there. Arizona travels to Detroit. We both picked Arizona. 30? 25? 30, Dan? 40, maybe? Oh, okay. I mean, Arizona... Cliff Detroit's going to keep it close. Come on. Cliff, Cliff Kingsbury has something to prove after losing to the Rams. Um, This game's going to get out of hand real fast. Real fast. The Jets go to Miami in another game of terrible football teams. Six and seven Miami Dolphins. Three and ten Jets. Ten Miami. I picked the Jets because why not? What's the worst that could happen? You picked Miami, I assume, because it's in Miami? I picked Miami because Miami's looking good lately. They're on a five-game win streak right now. Okay. Cincinnati goes to Denver. Why did you pick Denver? Do you trust the 7-6 and six Broncos? I need the Bengals to lose. Uh, to be fair, the Bengals are only 7-6 and six as well. But I'm sorry, Joe Burrow just looks too good. Atlanta and San Francisco in and this game's also in Denver, that's why. Oh, well, yeah, I figured that. San Francisco hosts Atlanta. We both picked San Francisco. Atlanta six and seven. San Francisco is seven and six. Playoff implications here, as there is in every game in the NFC this week. We both picked San. Do, do we really trust San Francisco that much, or is it we don't trust Atlanta at all? Or is this just it's in San Francisco? It's in San Francisco, and I—I I mean, I—I I have been picking against Atlanta all season long. In my defense, and you've been wrong almost half the time. Uh, Seattle yeah, goes. Yeah, Seattle goes to the Rams. Seattle's five and eight. However, a lot of those were Geno Smith at the helm. I think this could be a letdown game, but it's in LA, and I'm staying with the Rams. I mean, I'm sticking with the Rams because I don't trust Seattle, and I don't think Russ is all that healthy. Now we come to something we teased earlier. You see, Dan, what is your football team? I'm a Baltimore Ravens fan. And I grew up as a Green Bay Packers fan. Those two teams square off in Baltimore this week. Who did you pick for this game, Dan? Pick the Green Bay Packers. Who did I pick for this game, Dan? You picked the Baltimore Ravens, and I have no idea why. It's in Baltimore. It's the Packers. Green Bay has the North locked. You they think cannot... Roger sits? I think that maybe he doesn't sit, but I don't think he plays the full game. And I think this is a letdown game. It's a non-conference game. It's a non-conference away game. And Baltimore's defense isn't nearly as bad as what they've played. They're hungry, they need a victory, and they know their offense can't do shit 
without the issue. Lamar the issue Jackson. is, is, is you said our you said our defense isn't as bad as they played. Like Green Bay's defense isn't as good as they played neither. But you're talking about you're talking about our top three cornerbacks are out. Look, Dan, there's a reason I am nine games better than you. I hope you're right on this one. I hope I am wrong. You picking Baltimore for me is like a saving grace. You know what? You talked me into it. No, no, you can't change it. You've already said it. It's been locked in. We didn't move on. It has been locked. Nope. It has been locked in. You picked the Baltimore Ravens. No, no, no. Don't change it. Don't change it. I let you change Indianapolis. Before we said the picks. No, I already said it. I already said it. I let you change Indianapolis. I'm changing this game. We'll see. Yeah, you're right. Uh, <laughs> Sunday night, Monday night, we both agree. New Orleans goes to Tampa. We both picked Tampa Bay. That's not really needed of an explanation. This one I feel like we can talk about a little bit, and that's Monday night football. The Minnesota Vikings travel to Chicago. We both picked the Vikings. Is it because Justin Fields is not the quarterback of the future in Chicago? I mean, is he it is because the, of the future for the next five years? Is it because Matt Nagy is not going to be the head coach of the Chicago Bears on the twenty second or twenty third of December? Why, yes, yes, it is. I'm calling that right now. Matt Nagy gets fired after they lose by fifteen points to Minnesota at home. It's going to be like a 21-point game. Minnesota's going to blow them out, and then the fourth quarter, Chicago's going to come back and make it a one-possession game because that's what Minnesota does. Okay, um, but you didn't really answer my my lead-up. No, Matt, Matt Nagy's not getting fired till the end of the season. Okay, I, now, I'm on pro football reference, and I wanted to look at some of these legal leaders. Okay. Tom Brady, passes completed, 378. Pass attempts, Tom Brady, 554. Passing yards, Tom Brady, 4134. Passing TDs, Tom Brady, 36. MVP? MVP, yeah, he's the MVP. Uh, Joe Was that Burrow? a question? Yeah, I, I guess it wasn't. Uh, <laughs> I mean, okay. So, so yeah, I, I mean, mean, he's probably MVP. I'm going to throw this out there without you looking. Who leads the league in interceptions thrown? Patrick Mahomes. No. Lamar Jackson. No. There there are two quarterbacks that are tied. If I told you Trevor Lawrence, would you be surprised? Slightly. If I told you Joe Burrow, would you be surprised? Very. Joe Burrow and Trevor Lawrence lead the league with 14 Thornton interceptions. Where about, is my where's my homes at? Oh, I don't know. I'm not looking. Um <laughs> quarterback sacked. What quarterback has been sacked the most out Daniel, of Daniel Jones? No. He also has missed the last two games. Yeah, that is true. No. No, no, no. It is Joe Burrow. You want to take a guess on how many times? Forty one, Dan. He has been sacked 41 times. I'm just saying, from the beginning of the season, I have talked about how if they can keep Joe Burrow upright, you can go back and listen to week one and week two of this show. 
And I've said it from the very beginning that offensive or line the is scary. football previews we did. Those two. Okay, how about this one? Who has thrown the most pick sixes in football? So far this season, uh, Dak Prescott? Matt Stafford. Was he thrown three? Yes. Who's thrown how, two? Uh, thrown at least know. two, I think. I, I'm not looking. I'm just looking at the leaders because I'm not clicking on all these individual statistics. How about rushing yards per game? Jonathan Taylor. Derrick Henry. Jonathan Taylor leads the league in rushing with 1648 in rushing TDs with 16 and has the longest rush from scrimmage at 83 yards. He's probably leading the league in average yards per carry, too. No, that was my next thing. Take a guess. Joe Mixon. No. Josh Allen. 6.1 6.1 yards per carry. Does he qualify, though? Does he meet the qualifiers? No. Yes, he does. Um, Best wide receiver in football is? Devontae Adams. No. Cooper Cup. 113 receptions, 1,489 yards, 12 touchdowns, all leads the league. He also leads in rush, or receiving yards per game with 114 and a half. So there you have that. I'm trying to find some other stuff. Oh, Tom Brady, 4,095 all-purpose yards, which leads the league, obviously. (laughs) But that also figures into his negative uh, 40-something, 39 yards on the ground. So you have that. Uh, What player leads in total touches, Dan? Total touches. Debo Samuel. Najee Harris, 297 touches. That makes sense, actually. That that seems like a lot. Uh, let's see. I don't think I want to go anymore. Um. Oh, there's an interesting one. Who leads the league in fumbles, Dan? They're quarterbacks. There's two. Lamar. No. Justin Fields and Kyler Murray with 10 fumbles. Now, the interesting thing about Kyler Murray, all 10 of those fumbles have been recovered by Kyler Murray. The interesting thing about both of them leading the league in fumbles is that neither one of them have played every ha- has played every game this season either. Ooh. Not sure. Not sure. That's that's or not. I mean that that you don't think that's interesting. I mean it is, but it isn't. That their ball security is that bad. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you also look. Kyler Murray plays for a team that has the best record in the NFL. He's fumbled 10 times and recovered all 10 of them. If Justin Fields recovers all 10 of his fumbles, is Chicago better no, than what they are? Not a fucking chance. <laughs> well, all right, ladies and gentlemen. Dan, do you have anything else you want to add to this? I mean, we got, what, 15, 16, 17, three weeks left, 18, four weeks left in this in the season. 
You are currently down by nine games in our weekly picks. I am 126, 67, and one. You are 117, 76, and one. In our yearly, you have clinched a tie thanks to the Rams beating the Cardinal, the Arizona football team, because I'm not calling them the Cardinals anymore. But I did manage to cancel that game out thanks to a Chargers victory over the Giants because. I was really high on the Giants coming into this year, boy. I'll tell you, you. you were really high. The games this week, Philly and Washington is going to be one where I could pick up a game there. We both picked New Orleans in that game. Uh, Jacksonville. Uh, yeah. We both picked New Orleans against Tampa. Yep. What were we smoking? Because you have, and I quote, the Jameis Winston Bowl. Which would have been correct. Which would have been correct. And then Jacksonville and the Jets the following week. I picked Jacksonville. You picked the Jets. I kind of hate that already. We both picked Green Bay to beat Cleveland. I hate that already. So we're going to see how the next few weeks shake out. Maybe I can come back. I'm holding out hope. I've had fun with this. Um, Dan's obviously had fun because he's beaten me. But I just want to point this thing out. I am like 50 games over 500 in our weekly thing. Yeah, in our well. in our yearly you thing, I surprised me. You've done really yeah. well. Uh, you know. You're like, yeah, I surprised myself too. I am 6 and 8 in games that I picked at the beginning of the year. And on my side. On the other side, I am 8 and 6. So I am exactly 500 on games I picked at the beginning of the year. Dan has done slightly better. He's 4 games better than I am. Which is a little deceptive because we did pick the same game in there a few times. He's 11 and 3 on one side. And 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 9 and 5 on the other. So Dan's Dan was good at the beginning of the year. I am good every week. So take that for what you will. I'm beating a degenerative gambler. I'm pretty happy about that. I've definitely taken some beatings this season. That's for sure. Uh, and that is not just counting inside Dan's bedroom. <laughs> hi Anyway, that's going to wrap things up for the Players to be Named Later podcast. As always, we'd like to thank you all for listening. And just remember, if your team is not doing so hot, it will always be the Players to be Named Later who will make it better. Peace!